0: The Public News Service Daily Newscast, April the 15th, 2022, I'm Mike Clifford. As you may know by now, Governor Ron DeSantis signed a 15-week abortion ban into law, a major blow to abortion access in southern states where Florida had been a beacon. The governor's action comes just days after a Florida judge tossed out a challenge to another law calling for a 24-hour waiting period for an abortion after consulting with a doctor. Amy Weintraub is the reproductive rights program director for the group Progress Florida. She says although the governor's signature was expected, it's a shock to the system for those entrenched in the reproductive rights movement. We are feeling especially, uh, what's the word, embattled uh, currently. And of course, we're also bracing ourselves with what the United States Supreme Court is going to decide. DeSantis says the law will defend those who can't defend themselves. Republicans across the nation have added new abortion restrictions since the U.S. Supreme Court signaled it would uphold Mississippi's law banning abortions after 15 weeks. I'm Tremel Gomes. Governor Kathy Hochul's $220 billion budget signed into law this week. Clean energy advocates say it includes a strong commitment to addressing climate change in the state. The budget requires all new school bus purchases to be zero emission by 2027 and that all school buses in use be zero emission by 2035. New York is the first state in the country to enact this requirement. Deb Peck Kelleher of Alliance for Clean Energy New York says it's a great win, both for children and the environment. Diesel buses are one of the large causes of particulate matter pollution, and our school children now are Facing significant increase in asthma, removing just one of these sources of diesel pollution is just going to be a great public health success. The budget provides $500 million through the Environmental Bond Act to support school districts in purchasing zero emission buses and related infrastructure, including charging stations. I'm Emily Scott. And ahead of the Easter holiday, a Ukrainian Catholic bishop based in the U.S. is just back from the region. Bishop Bodan Danilo of Ukrainian Catholic Church with parishes in Western Pennsylvania was at the Poland-Ukraine border for about a week. It's a horrific image. Those people are searching for food, for water, for medicine, and especially for shelter. Those who are already in Poland, they still have half of their family, let's say husbands, sons, or fathers in Ukraine. So those families are split. They are worrying about what is happening. This is PNS. In Texas, the latest state law targeting trans people directs the Department of Family and Protective Services there to investigate any surgical treatment of trans children as possible child abuse. In response, a variety of groups are fundraising to fight for the rights of transgender and non-binary individuals and communities of color all across the South. One group benefiting from these investments is Sojourn, the Southern Jewish Resource Network for Gender and Sexual Diversity. Wayne Green, who has the Jewish philanthropy network, Honeycomb, says its members are marching and donating funds. There are people both in Texas and around the country that care about the LGBTQ community, and we are not going to step down, and we're going to stand up collectively in every way possible. Green, who is Jewish, points out that he has experienced discrimination himself and is now helping other Jewish teens find their voices. Sojourn works with Jewish organizations on education programs, contacting legislators, and being a part of coalitions. I'm Epiphany Lachey. Democratic West Virginia settler Joe Manchin railed this week against rising inflation and is pushing for the use of fossil fuels to combat rising gas and energy prices triggered by the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Manchin has continually opposed President Biden's $2 trillion spending package, which includes a series of actions to tackle the climate crisis. However, environmental groups say West Virginians stand to gain from investments in clean energy. Morgan King with the West Virginia Rivers Coalition says as lawmakers in Washington gear up for new negotiations on federal economic and climate policy, they should embrace climate solutions. It's economical for us. The prices of wind, energy, solar energy... Batteries have dropped significantly in the past 10, 12 years, and the report details this. Nadia Ramlagan reporting. Finally, Eric Tanoff lets us know this Saturday is National Healthcare Decisions Day. Kim Kalanand heads the nonprofit group Compassion and Choices, which works to improve patients' rights and advocates for individual choice at the end of life. She says a growing number of older Americans have dementia diagnoses, which underscores the need to think ahead. One in two seniors now die with or from dementia, and unfortunately, most are not planning for what the end might look like. And without planning, you're leaving your loved ones and caregivers having to make just heart-wrenching decisions about the care you receive or do not receive at life's end. This is Mike Clifford. Thank you for wrapping up your week with Public News Service member and listener supported. We are heard on interesting radio stations. Find us on your favorite podcast platform, and our trust indicators are located at publicnewsservice.org.